When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, it's JL. Yes, it's one of those big, important items up top. This Sunday, February 20th, if you have Showtime, uh, my episode of Billions will be on. I still have no idea if I stunk or not, but let's all hope I didn't. But 9 p.m. on Showtime or available anytime on Sunday if you have the Showtime app. So that's it. Big announcement. I also have to reshoot my special. But before I get depressing, why don't we just get into this episode and see what happens? What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of Mar-a-Lago of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Uh, great. Well, I'm great. I wish our country wasn't a total shithole, but I'm doing great. <laughs> inflation the, excuse me the only, you know what i said when i brought ivanka to the plastic surgeon when she was 15 i said Tell to me. him we want inflation we want big inflation right up there that's the only kind of inflation we endorse and we endorse it strongly but sleepy joe who probably couldn't even lift up ivanka's breasts if you paid him a billion dollars <laughs> it'd probably be too heavy for his old sleepy hands that's <laughs> I could let you know, I could lift them. I could lift them, you know, like in dirty dance. It'd be very dirty dancing, but I could just lift her up and say, let's see what the doctor gave you. And, uh, but you know what? It's a sad time in our country. So let's do some strong podcasting to pick up people's Christian only spirits. Yeah, these gas prices are, are crazy. I'm, I'm sure, I don't think you, I know you usually get driven around probably in your limousine, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a regular guy. I drive and, and these gas prices are crazy. I'm just searching around different gas stations to save, uh, you know, 10 cents here, 15 cents here. It's it's wild. Please don't ever share any disgusting poor stories on this podcast again. <laughs> That's not the brand. It's not called woe is tech stuff. It's called making podcasts great. We're not trying to make people poor again. Okay, so please don't share that. Don't ever say that again, or I will I'll be in trouble. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, I will never share my financials again on this podcast. Um, Thank you. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Uh, I flip, you know, I obviously it's a little too woke and weak for me. So I, flip, you know, I caught probably three hours of it, you know, just flipping channels. Now, as you know, your boy Joe Burrow lost, did not have, did not play the best game of his no, career. No, 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 no. Excuse me. I never strongly endorsed Joe Burrow. You know, I said some nice things were going to be nice, but I, he had never received a strong Trump endorsement, which, of course, is the official endorsement. Okay. Well, he lost, did not play very well, had one or two nice throws, but overall did not play a good game. Matthew Stafford. Spending his whole career in Detroit, gets gets uh, traded to the Rams and wins a Super Bowl. 
What do you think of Matthew Stafford's wife? Did you see her in the stands? Uh, she's like a nice looking blonde. I prefer, obviously she's not, uh, you know, she's not stacked in the sort of official Trump way. <laughs> okay. She's you cute. Know, so I hope you, oh, well, you know, cute. Okay. I've had cute. I, I, <laughs> you know, I have melatonin and Ivanka around me. You're going to have to be at least as hot as one of them. They even really get my attention. No, she's, and they're, they're college sweethearts and he looks, he looks sort of like an athletic Elon Musk, so he's no looker. But uh, you know, we we respect them. He's obviously, uh, you know, he comes from a he played at Georgia, which you know, as I've said, is a Trump state, even though there was total election fraud. And uh, no, so they're nice. They're they're nice. Uh, like they're not like a power couple, you know. So it's like, and they're white, so we call them a white power couple. So we like that. And he's a Super Bowl champion now, so that's uh, extreme power right there. But did you see? Did you see who really won it for them? Donald. Did you see that? They have a they have a black who <laughs> I think took his name in honor of me. He said, "Sir, would you mind if I call myself Donald?" And I said, "You know what? We're both big, strong guys. It would be an honor." And as long as you're underneath your jersey, you wear a Blacks for Trump shirt. So people don't know this, but Donald. Big Donald, we call him. I'm big, you know, I'm Big T, and he's Big Donald. And uh, he was wearing a Blacks for Trump shirt underneath his jersey. And don't tell me that didn't have an effect on getting a strong win. Well, Donald is his last name. His first name is Aaron. It's Aaron Donald. It's not like you were your first name, Donald, but you, you do share the names. Yes. Oh, no, what, don't, don't, well, I would excuse me. I would never let a black have the last name Trump. You know that. So I think it was the best he could do. And I took it as a great honor that he said, I want to call myself Donald. And I said, well, go out there and be nice, but not too nice. You know, we don't want Joe Burrow getting hurt. But if you drag him down a little bit and that's OK. I think he had two sacks and um, oh, you should have said I mean, when they. When they said Donald sack, you should have seen Mike Pence come running in. He said, sir, where's your sack? And I said, Mike, it's just a football play. I am fully clothed. (laughs) And we lost another TV. Evangelical erection right through the plasma. (laughs) At the end, there was all sorts of stuff. I said, I think we got some of Mike's plasma on the plasma TV. But yes, Aaron Donald uh, did beast it up. The Rams defense, I think, broke the record for most sacks in a Super Bowl. So uh, very impressive. What and did you, you should th- have seen Mike yes. Pence when they said there's never been this many sacks ever. <laughs> he was, oh boy, there'd never been that many broken TVs. Now, I wanted to ask you, did you see the halftime show? Like I said, I was I was really just flip, flipping around channels. So I caught, I don't know, like 17 minutes of it. I think it's 12 minutes long, the halftime show. <laughs> I guess whether it was commercials and analysis. Analysis, Mike. And, uh, you know, so I caught, I, like I said, I caught probably, you say 12 minutes, I caught maybe 11 and a half minutes if they're lucky. What was your favorite part of the performance? Uh, the conservative social commentary afterwards. Strong Patriots declaring it a uh, a disgusting, offensive spectacle. You know, I thought there was some great ideas. You know, you could have a great halftime show next year if they actually wanted to appeal to real Americans. Kid Rock could be up there mm-hmm. saying the saying the N word. You notice all the rap? Did you notice? By the way, they didn't say the N word. All these did. black rappers. 
did you see Ice Cube? Did you see Kanye? No, you didn't see any of my rappers. No, you saw Death Row Records should be called Politically Correct Records. We know that Jim Crow Records, my label, is the only one doing strong non-PC rap anymore. And you have even Dr. Dre, who's, by the way, not even a real doctor. He might as well call himself Fauci. He's out there with uh, Snickers or whatever that white one is named after the candy. And uh, Snoopy, you got Snoopy. The cart- his cartoons were is so bad. Yeah, yeah, you ever watch Snoopy? The most boring cartoons ever. So Snoopy's out there with Dr. Fauci and Snickers. And who comes? Mary, uh, Mary Magdalene. And uh, did we have somebody else? 50 Any Cent. Other? Who? 50 Cent. Oh, right. oh well, yeah. No. Okay. Well, 50 Cent, I was disappointed to see him there because I thought we had sort of a little bit of a bond. But uh, obviously, he needs the money or something. And he was looking a little chunky, not fit like me. He looked like he'd been enjoying maybe too many meals at McDonald's. And then, oh, yes. And then uh, Kendrick. Yes. Anna, Anna Kendrick, right? Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Oh, well, okay. Him too. But it was a whole mess. The whole and Eminem. You mess. forgot Eminem. Eminem also. I said Snickers. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Okay, so you covered you covered everyone. <laughs> Let's hope our people are on the ball more than tech stuff. You know, it's I don't I thought, I don't, I thought Dr. Dre's wife's name was was a weird name, and I thought you were referring to her. That's why I thought you were referring to. Well, you know what? I'm just calling him Mr. Dre from now on because I don't even think he's a real doctor. And a He's such a violent black. He named his headphones Beats because that's what he does. He beats. And so I thought it was a disgrace. I would like to see a more patriotic, uh, strong sort of halftime show. Ted Nugent, who, you know, powerfully sung about statutory. And he can maybe point up to heaven while singing as a tribute to Jeff Epstein. And Kid Rock, you know, could do much better rapping than these guys. And he, he's, he could say the N-word. He's not afraid, not afraid at all. Like these guys who got so rich, they, they are African-Americans and even they're scared to say it. How sad do, you know there was a, do you know there was a bet uh, for the Super Bowl? It was an over-under, I think, three times. Will they say the N-word? And you can bet if they were going to say the N-word how many times or not say it. That was one of the bets. Well, if one of the bets was how many times I said the N-word, it would be way over. <laughs> uh, so bet the over when it comes to the N-word. But the, you know, and yet Eminem, you call him Eminem, whatever, call him Skittles. He was, uh, he was taking a knee. Did you see that? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. These guys, they love to be tough. Oh, we're so tough. We're gangsters. They're not gangsters. You know, I was a gangster, my friend Putin, my friend Kim Jong-un. When I get them on a Jim Crow Records album, you'll hear about real murder, okay, and real sexual assault. Not this sort of talking big in the streets, oh, I once had a hoe. You know what Vlad Putin's track would be? I had 40 hoes murdered. <laughs> not much more gangster than that, okay? So sorry, you've, you've gone PC. You think Kim Jong-un could, could maybe come out with some good, strong gangster rap? I had my uncle shot. With a motherfucking tank, bitch. <laughs> How about that? How about, well, you know, I didn't do it in the Kim Jong Un voice out of respect, but I had my good shot with the tank. 
<laughs> now that's strong. You know that now. What's 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 Mister Dre gonna say? Oh, I once punched a person in the face because he disrespect. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Wow, so tough, so tough, Mister Dre. My friend Kim Jong Un shot his uncle with a tank. Okay, right in the face. Okay, well, and it was, uh, you know, if he was rolling down the hood with his aircraft gun, he'd blow your whole family away. Okay, so I know real gangsters. They're not real gangsters, and they went PC. They didn't even use their strong language. So we would have Ted Nugent. We'd have Kid Rock. We might have. Uh, obviously, we'd have Kanye. Uh, so, we, I mean, we would have the talent and we wouldn't have the politically correct nonsense. You know, death row records should now be called uh, uh, rehabilitation records because they're not putting anybody on death row. They're saying, please, we want to get you a job and some welfare benefits and make your life better records. OK, not tough at all. Get your Rodrigo, du- <laughs> Rodrigo Duterte, my buddy in Philippines, you know what he did to drug dealers who thought they were gangsters? What did he do? Had them- had them murdered on site. No due process. Just bye bye. Wow. So you you enjoyed the halftime show? I, know, I thought it was a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> now I wanted to ask you about. Used to be a good colleague of yours, but lately uh, you haven't been enjoying him. Lately is uh, Mitch McConnell. It's. Uh, Trump versus Mitch McConnell, his comments about January 6th, he goes against what you said. That's that's a so-called leader that talks like that. He looks like a turtle. He sounds like a bullfrog and is just a disgusting, weak person. Well, he's doing something right. I think he's been in that seat for, what, 15 years? I'll, can we go off the podcast record? Uh, we're off. Okay. Well, Kentucky is a bunch of toothless bourbon drinking morons. Okay. These okay. people are disgusting. I don't even know. You should, when I've made rallies in Kentucky, I say, get me the fuck out of here so fast. These people, uh, they're, they're the absolute worst. They're, they're complete trash. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that they would have a trash, stupid bullfrog turtle senator. Okay. Let's go back on the record. Back on the record. So 15 years he's he's been that seat. Well, you know, Mitch McConnell is uh, very sneaky and he probably lies and fools the very great, very smart, very productive people of Kentucky. What do you think that he has gone on record saying that January 6th were not peaceful protesters, but but riots and uh, violence? Isn't he, he isn't he going against the whole party <laughs> by doing that? I know he thinks he's some sort of you know he's. I told Mitch to get the hell out of get rid of the filibuster. He's afraid of actually letting me accomplish things. He wants to stop. This is the one place where Sleepy Sleepy Joe and I sort of have in common. Okay. And it's because Mitch McConnell just wants to have everything revolve around Mitch McConnell. He will stop Democrat policies, which we think is good. But then he also stops Republican policies because he's stupid. So he just wants everybody to focus on him. He's a he's a turtle bitch. And he's just like, what? Rock up me. I want you to rock up me. 
So he just wants the attention is what you're saying. He really doesn't agree with what he's saying. I don't think he has any principles. Okay. I don't think he has any, you know, one time Ivanka had a very hot principle and I had sex with her, by the way, thought I'd share <laughs> okay. that. Okay. <laughs> is that how she, she got good grades in school and went to a good college? No, she was very smart. Okay. Very talented. Had nothing to do with that. Understand. Uh, now, I just want to ask you, let's say I just want to give you a hypothetical that you win the election coming up and you do run for the election and win the election and have to work with Mitch McConnell again. How are you going to be, be able to work with this man who doesn't really see eye to eye with you at all? And he's supposed to be in the same party. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has already assured me that she said, sir, if you get reelected, I will rip McConnell's turtle shell off and eat him. <laughs> and I believe her. I believe that disgusting wreck of a human being. I think she's I think she's going to eat Mitch McConnell alive. And I don't mean that in a figurative way. I mean she's actually going to put a fork in his back and start eating his turtle flesh. She is a scary woman, and I'm so glad that she's on my side. So Mitch McConnell will probably be dead if I get reelected, let's be honest. And I think Martin, Martin Lawrence Green, mean Joe Green, we call her. I think she's going to do it. Peacefully, of course. I'm, and when I say that, I mean in a peaceful protest way. Kind of way. I understand. Now, Mr. President, of course, our awesome sponsor this week is betonline.ag. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in the full steam for both pro and college hoops. We have March Madness coming up, which maybe uh, we'll let you pick a bracket this year. I'd love to see what uh, what you would pick for oh, the winners. Oh, you'll, excuse me. You'll let me pick a bracket? Okay. Well, uh, let me. Oh, th- oh, thank you, Tech Stuff. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you for letting me have permission. Well, if you'd like to, I'd like to see you pick a bracket and see if you can actually win a pool. But. Uh, I'd like to see if I could win a pool. Okay. Yeah, but you're not. I don't first think of all, you don't watch basketball. All, how many pools do you own? Zero. Okay. Well, I think you know I own a lot more than zero. Well, we're talking about not not a pool of water, but it's a basketball pool. Anyway, from all the latest odds, totals, player, well, perf- most of the African Americans can't swim, so I think I would win <laughs> in that pool as well. <laughs> All latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land. Bet online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use the mobile device today and sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code CLNS50 to get started. It's a 50% welcome bonus and it's only on your first deposit. And that is CLNS50 for the promo code. Not just basketball, Bet Online is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, odds right to the Olympic coverage, the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite casino games. It's Bet Online where the game starts, betonline.ag. Mr. President, I wanted to also mention to you that on Sunday, February 27th, we are having a live episode for our uh, 
Perfect 10 Patreon Patriots at 8 p.m. Eastern. We are trying to lock up a special guest for that episode. You don't want to miss out. More Patreon Patriots rolling in every single day. It's patreon.com slash MPGA. We have a bonus episode coming up. Do we reveal who is hosting the bonus episode this month, Mr. President? Well, I'll reveal it. Do you mind if I do that tech stuff on my own podcast? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Well, between the listeners, I've actually arranged for a very secret getaway with me and Kim Gargoyle, and I'm going to be plowing her crazy ass from Thursday to Sunday of this week. So to distract the chinless bitch, as we call him, I said, Don, Don Jr. You know, I don't call him Donald because he doesn't deserve the full name. Don Jr., I'm very, you know, I almost gagged. I said, I'm so proud of you. And you've done such a good job. You've done (laughs) such a good job. How would you like to host your own bonus episode of my podcast? And he started crying like a bitch and just said, (laughs) oh, oh, thank you, Dad. Thank you so much, Dad. Oh, it's so cool. Like, you know, just in his weird coked up way. And then I winked at Kim Gargo, who like tweaked her nipple behind his back at me. So uh, Don Jr. will be hosting the bonus episode this week for all levels of Patreon. And I'm going to be uh, destroying what's left of his engagement uh, with Kim Gargoyle. And I don't even like it. You know this, but I'm just doing it because I, the power cucking your own son is just such a, it's, it's its own sexual reward. You know, you just feel so, you feel so great. You feel like such a, like such a strong father when you <laughs> have repeated degrading sex with your son's fiance. It's very powerful. So uh, I guess headliner, I'll be with Kim Gargoyle all weekend. Uh, opening act, Don Jr. hosting his own bonus episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. Hey, Dad. So we have Don Jr. this week hosting a bonus episode, plus February 27th, the live episode for the Perfect Tens. 8 p.m. Eastern. That is a Sunday for this month on the 27th and a special guest. We are waiting to lock down. Uh, I'm not going to reveal anything. It's going to be a great one. So sign up for pay at patreon.com slash MPGA. Mr. President, I wanted to ask you, there are certain rules when you are president and you shouldn't be using other people's cell phones for presidential records purpose purposes. And or have you ever been president? Excuse me, tech stuff. Have you ever been president? I don't even think you're president of the tech stuff company. <laughs> this is what I have read that the president should only be using his presidential cell phone for presidential records. Or her. Or her. Remember, we could have a woman president. Ooh. We could, but but not yet. Don't so I love these stupid people who say or her. <laughs> And soon they're going to be going, or they, we could have a they. And it's like, no, we, we good luck. We, 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 we can't even get a she. We're not getting a they. But we respect if there are any rich uh, conservative donors who are theys, I respect your truth. Now, you have been known to use other people's cell phones to make calls from the Secret Service. I have read allegedly when the Stormy Daniels news came out that you had an affair with Stormy Daniels after Melania gave birth to Baron, 
you tried to call Melania on your cell phone. She didn't pick up and you used a secret service man's cell phone to call Melania and she picked up. Is this all true information? I don't know any of the people you just mentioned. <laughs> you don't know Melania. You don't know your son. You don't know Stormy Daniels. Do you know the Secret Service? I know Secret Service very well. No, what I no no. Excuse me. What I would do is that's old news. A fake story about me having powerful sex at a golf club with Stormy Daniels. Uh, no, what I would do is when I would be getting strong Russian prostitutes in, I would borrow my Secret Service guy's phone. And, and you know, I think he got divorced because his wife <laughs> thought he was having an affair with uh, Russian prostitutes. No, and melatonin would be in her room and going, Bill, then I go, oh, I'm just, I'm here doing strong presidenting business, but I'd be using the Secret Service guy saying, okay, meet me in the bathroom at the McDonald's on Pennsylvania Avenue. Svetlana, and then I would, you know, give her some ranch dressing with her tossed salad, <laughs> and we would be on our way. Why would you break the rules of the whole presidential cell phone, knowing that you shouldn't be making calls on other people's cell phones, but you did it anyway? Okay, sometimes a president, sometimes a president, which you are not, has to make tough decisions and be secretive for the, for the country. It's good for, the, for national security. And, you know, when I'm having conversations with Putin about elections or Kim Jong-un or threatening the Ukraine president or just contacting... Uh, beautiful, barely legal prostitutes. This is not something that the government or the people or the archives are very serious at the archives. They don't need this information. I decide what they need. Sometimes the laws are stupid and I'm doing strong president thing and they're getting in the way. So I keep it to myself. Okay. And it's not like they're going to prosecute me. That's the best part. People are like, oh, how could he do this? They're not doing anything. And if Sleepy Joe weren't sleepy... And stupid. I don't know whether they call him <laughs> stupid Joe or sleepy Joe, but he would be doing the same thing, but he's too dumb. I wanted to ask you about this. Your accounting firm has just cut ties with you. It says 10 years of financial statements can't be trusted. What are your, what are your thoughts on this, that your, your trusted accounting company has cut ties with you? Okay, their name is like Mazers or something, and they're claiming to be my accountants. They did a little bit of business for me, just a little, like a tiny amount of, of accounting. And I thought it would be nice. They came to me and they said, sir, can we handle your money, sir? And I said, well, your name is Matza. And the people with the Matza tend to be very good with math and finances. So I said, okay, Matza, let's do this. And I put out a strong statement earlier today to this effect. I said, I don't trust these people. I mean, they're, they're good negotiators, the matzah people, but you know you can't trust. They're, they're obviously trying. They have an angle here. They're being deal makers, and I, res I respect it, but I don't like it, and I don't trust them. And on top of that, they call themselves accountants, but if you've ever been on TikTok, okay, this China app, 
whenever a woman with very big breasts calls herself an accountant, okay, this is TikTok China code, by the way, that you right. might not know. When they say an accountant, it means they have an OnlyFans. So this Mazers claims to be an accountant, which probably means they have an OnlyFans, which means they're sort of like very shady, possibly slutty people. And how are you going to trust them on my taxes? You can't. You can't trust anybody. So I think it's a total fake story. Uh, matzah isn't even a very tasty cookie. Probably one of the worst cookies I've ever had. And what's it called? Rugula? You ever have those? Rugula. Those are no, that's good. That's solid. That's good. Yeah. That's okay. Well, I say it's a little better than solid. And <laughs> matzah is like the worst. So I should, you know, my mistake was, and I, I'm not admitting to a mistake, but the closest I came to a mistake here was trusting matzahs with my money for any amount of time. And it was a very short amount of time. Now, there's some breaking news. I just saw it pop into my news feed. Remington, the, the gun company, has just settled with the Sandy Hook victims' families for $73 million. It's breaking news. Well, I that's, know how you that's how it starts. That's how it starts. And you remember Sandy Hook. You remember Sandy Hook. Wonderful, wonderful lady. <laughs> and she was, this is so, you know, I never thought, I never thought Sandy Hook would settle. She was so tough. You know, when you're a prostitute with, with a hook for a hand, you, there's not a lot, people can't really intimidate you at that point. You know, you, you're as tough as they come. So I'm disappointed in her for settling. And I'm also disappointed in Remington. You know, they used to call him Remington Steel. He was like this very dashing sort of TV character. And I guess he wanted to play Brazilian soccer or something. So he just started calling himself Remington. No last name. I'm, I'm a Brazilian soccer star. So he, so Remington used to be strong Second Amendment. And as you know, I never settle cases ever. I don't settle cases with anybody ever. Never settled a case in my life. Except for, you know, there, be, you know, there might be reports of like 40 or 50 settlements, but those are all false. I never settle a case. And for our strong, this is how our Second Amendment gets destroyed. You know this. Our Second Amendment is sort of like when you go to the bathroom, a poop is not a number two. I mean, a poop is not a number one. It's a right. number two. Yes. But we all know it's more powerful than a number one. A number one is just, oops, your number one. A number two is strong. It can fuck up a toilet. It can fuck up a whole room if it's potent enough. So we all know that even though it's called a number two, it's the strongest of the numbers. And sometimes when I take, when I eat my McDonald's, they call it a number three. It's so powerful what I leave. <laughs> but they, so our second amendment is sort of like the poop of the amendments. It may be number two, but everybody who knows anything about the constitution knows that it's, uh, the top amendment, you know, it's like, remember Letterman, he had his lists, right? Number two it's was always 10. the funniest. Yeah. yeah. Top 10. Number two was always the funniest one. Number one was always sort of a letdown. And that's how I feel about poops. And that's how I feel about amendments. Number two is often the strongest and most important. And this is our second amendment getting destroyed. You know it. And I know it. And Patriots know it because once Remington settles with Sandy hook, 
and these are two tough people. Sandy Hook was is a tough, a real tough prostitute, and Remington is Second Amendment. So it's 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 a sad day for our country uh, to have this happen. Um, and I just hope that other gun people buy more guns and are more strong on Second Amendment. Why don't you think Remington or Sandy Hook came to you and asked you for advice since you're so strong? I think it's because I'm very clear. No settlement. Okay. Even with a tough lady like Sandy Hook, no settlement. And especially no settlement when it comes to our Second Amendment, our precious, sacred Second Amendment. There's nothing more important in America than having a gun and being able to shoot people with it. There's just nothing. It is, I think, the most fundamental. They call it fundamental. I think it's the most fundamental, strong thing in our country. And for that to happen is a total disaster and disgrace. Understood. Mr. President, last piece of news. Kanye, friend of yours, his ex-wife, also a friend of yours, is a a special friend, some might say. Yes, is officially together, boyfriend and girlfriend with Pete Davidson of Saturday Night Live. I wanted to know what your thoughts on this relationship was and also that Kanye is allegedly making rumors that Pete has AIDS or HIV. What do you think of that kind of warfare, spreading that rumor? Please, your thoughts on all of this. Uh, Pete Davidson is doesn't have the talent of Kanye. Uh, I think he's sort of like a charity case for women in Hollywood. You know, they used to donate to like, oh, we have starving kids in Africa. Or, oh, we got to save the rainforest. And now they're, we got to protect the meth head. We got to save the meth head. And, and every mediocre actress or washed up actress is like, I'll suck his dick if that'll get me to heaven or, you know, if I can write it off on my taxes as charitable contributions. So, you know, he walks around and he, from what I hear, he's a nice guy. Okay. I don't think he's obviously not the talent that Kanye is, but he seems like a nice guy. And obviously, you know, that's, I, I think I would like to start a Trump charity, you know, where if I get a little older, they say, Oh, come, come let a, let a senior citizen come in you. It's a tax write off. And maybe all these actresses will come and sit on my lap and take some Cheeto dust and, you know, everybody will be happy. But I think I like Kanye's tactic of claiming that he has AIDS. I think that's a that's strong messaging. And I've actually told a lot of my supporters that they, you know, because just like with COVID, natural immunity is sort of the best immunity. I've been telling some of my supporters, and I know Mike Pence has been saying this for a while, they should get HIV. Because, you know, we have drugs and things, but you get the natural immunity to HIV. If you catch it, you get the strong natural immunity, which we all know is better than the medicines and the vaccines and things. So um, I think Kanye may be doing Pete a favor because obviously if some of my supporters start walking around going, oh, well, Pete Davidson, he can give me AIDS. Uh, he can give me HIV because I'll get that natural. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. They're tra- you know, Kim is a very nice woman. Uh she has great skills in, let's call it, criminal justice reform, oral sex. <laughs> and, but I don't think she's the brightest bulb in the toolbox. So I think that 
she might be trying to get AIDS from Pete Davidson for natural immunity. <laughs> That's the big plan. Now, if it's not true, right, you have you're notorious for roasting people against you uh, during the election times, right? Crooked Hillary, um, Sleepy Joe, you get pretty nicknames. Now, would you stoop as low as saying someone had AIDS or HIV, or would you just stick to your nicknames? I know I've already, I've already said if Ron DeSantis runs against me, I'm calling him low T cell Ron. Because I already use low energy on Jeb, so you have to remix it and go one one step harsher. Because I think, as much as I think DeSantis is a disloyal sack of shit, I think he's more talented and more aggressive than low energy Jeb. So I call him Low T Sauron. That's the nickname, and people would think he has AIDS. Low T Sauron. I like that form of warfare. He's got no cell. He's got no cell phone because he's low on T cells. There are still rumblings of DeSantis, little Trump DeSantis rivalry when it comes to the Republican Party. Still, oh, I'm very scared. I'm very scared <laughs> of DeSantis. Oh no, Marjorie Taylor Greene has already informed me that she will bite his dick off on live television if he even thinks about running against me. And eat it. She will eat it. And not in a hot way. She'll do it in like a Joey Chestnut way. Break it in half, dip it in water, and throw it down her big, ugly face. (laughs) (laughs) On July 4th. (laughs) No, we would never disgrace the 4th of July that way. (laughs) Oh, man. Mr. President, (laughs) thank you once again for joining us. I am looking forward to speaking with Don Jr. this week, and and hopefully he can hold together, hold it together for a whole entire bonus episode. I'm looking forward to that. And we also have the bonus episode uh, for our perfect tens on again february 27th sunday 8 p.m eastern it's a live episode and hopefully we're locking down a special guest this week will be joining us thank you to betonline.ag and that's patreon.com slash mpga if you haven't checked out my special yet please check it out amazon youtube vimeo uh any video on demand for your cable network something from nothing Check it out. Thank you to everyone. And uh, Mr. President, the floor is yours. Well, our country is going to shit because of Sleepy Joe. But you can do something strong for us. Hey, everybody. It's JL. Just a reminder um, on whatever social media platform you're on, whether it be Twitter or Facebook, but especially Facebook. But, you know, follow both of us on Instagram. We don't have a show account anymore. I I took that over, but follow both of us on Instagram. And if you're following us on Facebook, um, as I said before, we need people to sort of share some of the posts. I know you don't want to clog up your feed, but we both know that uh, nobody's really sharing the posts. We need to get a little more engagement on Facebook. I know this is like a desperate, stupid ask, but 
if you like a clip or an episode, just like share it off the page because our engagement for whatever reason, even though we're going up in followers on Facebook, our engagement keeps going down, which is obviously what they want to do. They want us to like buy ads and stuff. But our podcast is thing where like the people who want to listen to it are basically listening. So we just want those people to see we want those people to see our stuff more. So just this week, if you did it last week, thank you, but just share or retweet um, something. And if you're on, on the Facebook page, be sure to go and like a couple of posts, uh, you know, uh, but I think that's it. Just, we want, we just want uh, to sort of defeat the algorithms a little bit. I know not a cool or fun way to end the podcast, but um, I have a show that I'm putting up on my website um, Thursday, the 24th in New York city. I'll be part of a show at St. Mark's theater. Um, other than that, knee surgery in March. And then there'll be shows coming up, uh, later because I have to reshoot my special, which is, uh, as you can imagine, uh, just joyous news. Um, so I guess that's it. And, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Lots of bonus content coming your way for the second half of this month and God help us all.